Welcome back to Sure It'll Be Grand, a podcast about two Irish Egypts giving you their two Irish Egypt opinions on movies, and maybe even one day games, I don't know, anymore. <laughs> it's Probably hello not. from me, Daniel, <laughs> and this is hello from Owen. Yeah, that was hello me. Owen. I'm here. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, and yeah, uh, welcome back. We're doing a movie today. Um, it sure is a movie, isn't it, Owen? Oh, yes, it fucking is. Don't don't you do that? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Don't no, I'm do in. I'm all in. I'm all no. in on it. I'm all in on it. I'm putting all my cards on this. I'm betting big. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, it's a bet, I guess. Yeah. We are doing 2018's A Wrinkle in Time. Yes, <laughs> fucking yes, we, we are. We are. Um, I chose this movie, so a little behind the hook curtain stuff. We kind of put a lot of the movies we're going to watch uh, this season ahead of time, and I felt we kept doing like movies that we actually might like and enjoy on on the list. And I kind of went, no, no, no. We need to choose something that will be like spectacularly annoy us and not be enjoyable. And you know what? I think this movie did it. I think this movie did a great job, didn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, it did. Yeah. It yeah, most it did, certainly it? did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You seem um, a little shell-shocked. Oh. I haven't been able to stop thinking about it, honestly. It hasn't. It won't leave my brain. You know, also, like, it won't, the images won't, there's just images in my head. I don't really remember much details, though. I don't it's the I flying don't. plant monster, isn't it? No. It's the flying plant monster, isn't it? No, it's not, actually. The giant Oprah. It's of, course standing it's gi- over of course it's giant <laughs> Oprah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. Plant monster was pretty terrifying, too. Me. Okay, well, look, if we're talking about actors, uh, we may as well <laughs> list them off. Um, so <clears throat> we have Storm Reed. Uh, she plays the main character called Meg. Uh, she's been in movies like Slight, uh, a, hap- a Happening of Monumental Proportions, and Euphoria. Uh, movies um, I haven't seen. Have you seen any? Have you seen her in anything else? Well, Euphoria is a TV show. Okay, not a movie. So not a movie. Yeah. So yeah. she's not in that. She was in the Suicide Squad. Most recently, she's um, Bloodsport's daughter, I think. Yes. She's briefly in that. Uh, I saw her in something else, and I can't think of what it was now. So, yep. Oh, she's in okay. When They See Us. She's in, like, two episodes, briefly in When They See Us on Netflix. Yeah. TV show. Huh. Good show. Two good shows. Euphoria is a really good show, too. Oh, okay. Um. Then Oprah Winfrey. Um, I mean, I think it's... Does she need an introduction? Yes, please okay. please do an introduction for Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> uh, well, she used to host a little... Explain, yeah, explain to me who Oprah Winfrey is, as if I'd never heard of her before. Okay, uh, she is an African-American woman um, who hosted one of the, if not the biggest TV um, talk show of all time. Um who she was a producer of as well. Uh, the show ran from, I think, about 1986, I think, to about 2010 or 11. Um, she has been in actually quite critically, critically acclaimed movies like The Color Purple um, and Lee Daniels, The Butler. Uh, look, look, joking aside, uh, Oprah Winfrey is one of the most accomplished, uh, I guess, modern women in history. I think it's fair to say. Sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she she has been in a few things. She's been acting here and there. Um, she's also recently come back for an interview with some the royal family. I don't even remember which part of the royal family. I I Nobody, I know I, them to face. I, I don't, don't care. care who they yeah, are. Yeah, I really I really I don't care who they are or what they do. Yeah. Either them or Oprah. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, look, Oprah was uh, in B movie. She was. Yeah, there you go. Who did she play in the B movie? Um, Judge Bumbleton. Oh, like yep. the one that did the whole court case for all of mankind against bees. Sure. Okay. You don't. Know that sounds like the plot of B movie, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, that, that, that's definitely a plot point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Over, I know Oprah's in B movie as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, also has Reese Witherspoon playing Miss Watsit. Um, she has. I mean, you know, again, a well accomplished actress, very famous. She's been in uh, Legally Blonde. I think it's the one that a lot of people know her from uh, Election and Walk the Line. Great uh, movies. Yeah, uh, Walk the Line's a fantastic movie. Like Walk so the was Line. Legally Blonde. Yeah, it was. But did you like Walk the Line? Yeah, I like Walk the Line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's ruined for me after seeing Walk Hard, to be quite honest. Yeah. Walk Hard is just <laughs> such a such perfect parody that I don't think I can watch Walk the Line anymore without just expecting the jokes from Walk Hard. Um, sorry if I mispronounced that name, but Minnie Kaling or Kaling? Um, Kaling, yeah. Plays, yeah, Kaling plays Miss Who. Um, not um, Joydie Whitaker as the doctor. <laughs> ah, sorry. Um, she's been in, uh, obviously, The Office that most people know her out. Uh, she was also in Inside Out, playing Disgust, Late Night, and she was in Wreck-It Ralph, which I did not realize or know. I don't think Wreck-It I knew Ralph. that either. Yeah. She had her own TV okay. show, too, called The Mindy Project. She was on, and also yeah. she's also like, uh, outside of acting, she's a really successful writer and stuff as well. She wrote and produced a lot of the episodes of The Office. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, yep. Thirty Rock, I think, as well. She maybe wrote for something yeah. along those lines. Um, your favorite character in the movie, Calvin. There's <laughs> fucking um, a little one, you know. <laughs> Calvin, played yeah. by Levy Miller. Um, there's a gender-neutral name if I ever heard it. Um, he has been in Pan, which is now I realize why you kept on calling Peter Pan. Yeah, that's why I was movie. calling him this Peter Pan <laughs> dickhead. Honestly, I, I was just I just thought you used to call him Peter Pan because he just looks a lot like what Peter Pan looks like. Which I guess what that's is why, why he played. That's probably why they Peter Pan, yeah. to play Peter Pan. I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's also been in things called Red Dog, True Blue, uh, Jasper Jones, and Better Watch Out. Don't know what any um, of those are. Neither do I. I don't know. Uh, then we have um, Charles Wallace, um, your second favorite character, I imagine. Yeah, it's a toss-up Be- between Calvin yeah. and Charles Wallace. To make sure we say Charles no, no, Wallace no, it's a toss-up for number two. Calvin, <laughs> Calvin is definitely the stupid. Okay, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, okay, uh, he hasn't been in much because he's like a young kid, uh, but he's been in two other movies, Stephanie and Hold On. And actually, Roman numerals, boss. I don't know what those numbers are in Roman numerals, and I'm not going <laughs> to figure it out. Um, but yeah, young kid. Uh, much of a future head there, do you think, acting-wise? He played a fairly big role in this movie. After this? Not, yeah. mm, probably on Broadway. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. He's very theatre kid, you know? Oh, yeah, he's a, yeah. Yeah. And then we have Chris Pine as Mr. Murray, and we have Google Mabois. Raw as Miss Murray. Gugu Mbatu Raw. I'm sorry, I did not know how to pronounce it. And uh, and I believe uh, Zach Alfrenax and Michael Pina show up in it as well. And yeah, that's the cast. Uh, Director voice, we have Ava Duvernay. Ava Duvernay. Ava Duvernay, okay. Do you know these people personally? Yeah. Well, everybody knows who Ava Duvernay is. Okay. Okay, she's been in Queen Sugar, Selma, When They See Us, and Middle of Nowhere. We're producing these. Directed them. Yeah. Yes, directed them. Sorry. Yes. Uh, We have uh, writers Jennifer Lee and Jeff uh, Stockwell, um, who wrote screenplay. And it's all based on the original book, Madeleine Longley. And yeah, that's everyone behind the scenes. Uh, this movie uh, critically has not uh, had the best time. I think it's fair to say. Um, the budget was about a hundred million, 
and the gross it got worldwide was about 132 million. Mm, yep. Which including the marketing, the total budget was like 250 million dollars. So it failed dramatically. Oh yeah, it lost like 150 million dollars plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because as we have talked about before, uh, usually budget of the actual movie and then the marketing is it's about double. Yeah, generally ballpark. Yeah. It's usually you can double yeah. it. Yeah, so they yeah, it was a big massive failure. Um, I I haven't actually seen how people who liked the books reacted to this. Um, With feel it, incredible disdain. Oh, I mean, not shocking. I imagine the movie is a little bit different to the book. Uh, supposedly, I haven't read the book, so I yeah. can't a hundred percent say. But I can read you the thoughts of somebody on Google who has, if you'd like. Oh, please do. This comes from somebody. I don't know who wrote oh, this. Cool. Oh, I actually, their username is Slagar the Cruel. So, you know. I respect them. Classic film critic name, Slagar yeah. the Cruel. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. Imagine, imagine you just open the newspaper and there's just a column every week by this dude. I think there should be. I think I hope he does have one like after this. 127 people found this review helpful. And Slagar says, If you loved the books like I did, you will not love the movie at all because it has almost completely scrapped the book. Imagine taking The Lord of the Rings and then forcing King Arthur and Captain America into the storyline and dropping Gandalf because he's too old and stereotypical of wizards. That's sort of what happened here. Basically, this isn't Mad- Madeleine Langlaine's story. It's Ava DuVernay's story, just borrowing heavily on Madeleine's for inspiration. He got it d- there's more to the review, but that's the gist yeah, of it. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's the gist of it. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I think even as non-fans as you and I are, this movie didn't really come out well, did it? No, it's complete nonsense. It's a total pile of shit from start to finish, top to bottom, inside out, upside down, any way you want to look at it. It's terrible. So, um, from your very mixed feelings... Should I tell you how I really feel? (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. From your very mixed feelings... Should we we get into uh, a bit of the details? Yeah, fuck it, why not? Okay, so Meg is... I, I guess she's the kind of the outcast at school. She's sad, she's bullied. Um, people bully her because um, her father disappeared two years ago after claiming he could travel through time by thinking really hard. I think that's, yeah, that's, that's basically that's what he said in front of a group of supposed military and, and scientific community people. He just said, you in know, cinema, if, if I think about it real hard... I can definitely time travel. I can do that, people. And his wife went, oh, we said we weren't going to do that yet. We had to, they're not ready. Whatever your Chris Pine, whatever your name is in this. Like, who knows? Um, Mr. Flurry or something. Murray. Murray. Something Murray. Yeah, Yeah. that's his name. Flurry. No, we're going to call it Flurry because Mr. McFlurry. Mr. McFlurry. Um, We can't make the joke about Chris Pine that we did um, while watching it. Why not? Why can't we? I mean, I, I'd rather we didn't. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> okay, go on. Just gonna then. say it. All right. And anyone disagrees with me, they're wrong. Chris Pine has a big cock. All right. It's nailed on. He has one. Now, to be fair, it started by us saying that uh, Captain Kirk definitely has one. Which he definitely. We both does. agreed he definitely does. So you know, by by default, they casted him because of. Um, That's why. Yeah, Captain they cast Kirk that kid Kirk. because he looked like Peter Pan. They cast Chris Pine as Captain Kirk because he's got a massive schlong. So, yeah. there you go. I've yeah, said it now. Go. Yeah, there you go. Um, and hopefully, that's it. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, so these uh, psychopathic children have uh, teasing her because her dad has disappeared like two years ago. Um, Charles Wallace, uh, at one stage, overhears the uh, parents going, not parents, the two teachers going that, oh, yeah, um, Wallace is weird and the kid isn't, like, socializing. Uh, I believe... The soon-to-be principal, who's also, um, I, I guess, Meg's like counselor in the school, says, "Hey, yeah. look, you just need to get over it. The chances of your dad coming back are virtually nothing." It's like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, I mean, his his position at the school is unclear. Yeah. Like most things in this movie, it's unclear. 
did he, yeah. he sort of there. I will say, I do like um, the, the Wikipedia's cast list here. They have a little description after some of them. Yeah. <laughs> In, if you just read this and didn't watch the movie you would assume the character of Veronica is much more important in the movie than she actually is. Because they describe the main character of the movie, Meg, Storm Reed's Meg Murray. Her description on Wikipedia is a young girl who's being bullied by Veronica. That's it. That's all they have. That's it what they wrote. Like Veronica is the and focus then, of And the then movie. further down, they have... Um, oh, God, where's it gone? They have Rowan Blanchard as Veronica Kylie. A student who bullies Meg because of her gone father, but later regrets her past actions and no longer bullies her. I mean, I mean, she, she I guess waits it, to her by the end of the movie. I guess it's factually correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, is like it factually? I don't I know, is it? Like I'm not sure. Assumption. Do we miss, was there like a, a post-credits thing with Veronica in it that we missed? Veronica's barely yeah. in this thing. And yet... Yeah, because, okay, so Veronica's at the beginning uh, when... She makes fun of um, Meg at the, I think like the tennis court. Mm, or yeah. Something. yeah, yeah, Meg. And then obviously uh, Chris Pine shows up in his massive new Mercedes uh, advertising campaign. Yes. he's got the new Mercedes. It's not even we my felt joke. Like all the, the shots in yeah, all the shots throughout like the beginning of the movie felt like a like it's about to slip into a Mercedes ad. Like a lot of weird shots on faces and kids being bullied and way too many of them. Yeah. So many shots. That scene where she's talking to the principal slash counselor slash random guy at the school about her dad dying. It's just two yeah. people sitting at a desk. There was at least 12 different angles. Of at them. least. It just at kept least. cutting to different fucking like, yeah. no, now the camera's on the ceiling. Now it's underneath his chin. Now it's in the back of her eyeball. Now it's weirdly panning over Meg's shoulder, but the camera's never yeah. going to complete that movement because we're not going to see the other shoulder shot. Now it's under the table. Now it's looking through a cup. Now it's like, what the fuck is happening, Ava? Just relax. Is, it, also, it was like pivoting up and down as well. Like it was like, yeah, point, like it wasn't even just straight on sometimes. No, was there like, was weird like movement in the camera and yeah. stuff and it was just utterly pointless. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. And it, like that continues throughout the whole movie, I think. That's why it felt it's like just, a car ad. Yeah, it's just like it's so really obviously wrong at the start yeah. of the movie because the start of the movie is just a kid in school talking to people. Like there's no, I get like, oh cool, we're in some alternate dimension. Let's throw a Dutch angle in here for the crack. That's fine, sure, go ahead. But like, why this it's just so many odd choices so many yeah. of them yeah um yeah so okay so uh mercedes obviously doesn't show up um she's upset i think i think there was a fight or something and she goes home and mother goes look i think one movies move schools or something along the line yeah meg like yeah. busts veronica in the face with a, a basketball or something and gets suspended or something yeah. along those lines yeah. And the mother's um, like, you don't act like this. And she's like, but dad told me to. And the mother's like, don't you dare use your father's big cock. In I don't know, something along those lines. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> don't use your father's big cock. Don't. That's not. All right. So I'm, okay, I'll move on. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that was wrong. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so I think some sometime in the middle of the night, uh, Charles Wallace is found talking to a woman with red hair covered in a bed sheet. Uh, and she introduces herself as Miss Watson, and almost instantly starts giving about giving out about Meg, talk about tesseracts and tesseracting or tesseract. Tessering, yeah, tessering, they yeah. call it. Which yeah. is what and Meg's dad claimed he could do with his mind, I guess. Yeah, I don't know and fawning really. over um, the kid, while the mother, uh, Miss Murray, and Meg kind of go like, "Why are you here? Like, what? No, actually, they don't though, because they just kind of like they it's get a bit kinda, confused. Yeah, they're just like, oh, Charles Wallace, because they insist on calling him Charles Wallace. Yeah, throughout the whole movie, but they're yeah. just like, hey, Charles, Charles Wallace, what's what's up? Why is who's this? Why is Reese Witherspoon here? And he's yeah. like, this is my friend. And they're like, oh, okay, see you later. Yeah, and she just walks out the front house and just guess she walks down the road. And you know, I guess she tessers out the back or something. Tessers, Who yeah. knows? <laughs> something like that. But yeah, she seems to be all over Charles Wallace and really hate on Meg. Um for reasons I can't really tell. Um just maybe I that don't know. Meg wouldn't let a strange woman into the house, whereas 
Charles Walls be like, yeah, let's do it. Ha-ha. I'm, yeah, I speak like I, an adult. Another one of those um, things that's unclear. All of the yeah. three fairy ladies just kind of shit on Meg for the whole movie. They're just yeah. always like, oh, I told you we shouldn't have brought Meg. We got a, this was a mistake. We can't bring her. Oh, like, yeah, family guy jokes eventually. Like, Well, they did, they did shut up Meg at the end of it. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, so Meg and Charles Wallace, uh, for some reason, go for a walk the next day. I, I, I don't remember why. And this random kid called Calvin, who is obviously like the love interest for Meg, shows up and just starts saying things like, oh, I was drawn here. I know you from school, but I was drawn here. That's that's how they can carry, yeah? That's literally, he literally arrives and is like, hey, what's up? Hey, what are you yeah. doing here? I don't know. I felt an echo in the fabric of reality, and I was drawn to this exact location at this exact time. I have a stupid face, and my name is Calvin. That's what he says. And I went, yeah. yeah. Literally word for word, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly Actually, what he, he says it so yeah. many times. Maybe I just heard him say that in my head. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Um, you have focused too much on uh, Chris Pine's giant penis. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, okay, and it goes on, and suddenly they get, uh, like, Charles Wallace decides to break and enter into a house, um, and he finds Mindy Cowling's Mrs. Who who sits in a chair, surrounded by books, and seems to be, and if you're a geek like us, a Kenku from Dungeons & Dragons, where they can only, like, quote... I'm not a nerd, I don't sentences. get that reference. Uh, yeah. <laughs> make, make a more cool strange, reference, strange. please. You don't get that reference, but you were very hard on that rule when I said I wanted to play a Kenku who didn't do those things. Make a cooler reference, please. Okay. Um, it's like when you just quote things. There you go. I'm very cool. Yeah, that'll, that'll accept yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. It's just she just she can't apparently communicate because it takes so much energy. So she just Charles goes. Wallace explains it as basically she has evolved beyond the need to use words that aren't her that are her own or something. It's okay. kind of that's like her brain is so fucking class that she thinks things so well that she can't use her own words because it's her brain is doing other things so she just speaks her, lang- like, her language would be too advanced it's, it's something I don't, it's some bullshit little thing that's just like ah whatever we need something Charles Wallace say some crap so we can be like yeah this bitch she just talks in quotes it's fine don't worry about it which is kind of now insulting to Miss Witch and Miss Watson because it seems like Miss Who is like evolved beyond them where they're still talking like idiots yeah but she's not a hundred foot tall is she She's not a hundred yeah. feet tall. Mm. Um, yeah, but what? Who says too tall? <laughs> we do. Yeah, she's too tall. Yeah, okay, she's too, too tall. tall for a human. Humans have a certain size, she's and fucking... you are too tall. Oprah, you're too fucking tall. You're scaring the children, Oprah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fair to say, like, okay, they return back to the house, and uh, Miss Watson appears, and Miss Who appears, and then. Miss Witch appears. Oprah Winfrey appears as a 25-foot-tall Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, there's no <laughs> other way to say it. It's, like, just um, it's just Oprah. It's Oprah in drag, and she's, like, 30 feet tall. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, a, that's somewhat a fair estimation. And she seems very condescending, very looking down. Very much as I imagine a lot of uh, white American women who worship Oprah imagine Oprah. Probably, yeah. Like, they were definitely yeah. trying to be like, okay, it this character is the, like, ancient, all-knowing, wise, like, I'm, I know everything, I know the mysteries of the universe, and, like, I'm smart, and you do what I tell you, and you'll be fine kind of thing. But, like, they didn't really, their, their sole thing for, like, showcasing that in the movie was, we've cast Oprah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. And it's just Oprah. <laughs> she clearly doesn't know her lines. <laughs> this is where my theory came that, uh, like, I'd say Oprah Winfrey was on set, like, for one day, and they just recorded everything in front of a green screen, and then they just popped her into the movie. Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. they're, like, it's <laughs> it's not, I said this while we were watching it, this isn't a forced perspective thing. She's very clearly just, like, green screened in to be massive. 
and yeah. like her eyeline isn't really matching the other characters and she's visibly reading her dialogue off of a sheet in some scenes <laughs> like yeah she looks like she did when she was on the Oprah Winfrey show where she like was looking at the camera and like saying who's coming up next yeah like she's yeah isn't there's an auto cue or something in front of her yeah, yeah, but yeah. she can't like they're new sentences to her that don't make sense so she pauses sometimes to be like wait yeah. what's that say which I guess could be seen as you know, looking inwards and thinking. Uh, no, <laughs> it doesn't. No. It, it's more like the Joey Tribbiani of acting, where you stop and then you smell for a fart. It's like, hmm. Yeah, but it's not even like she doesn't disguise. She doesn't try to disguise it with like a, hmm. I'm pondering something. She just kind yeah. of st- like stops talking sometimes and go- like goes. Yeah. It's like, oh, Oprah. Come on. Miss Watson and Miss Sue seem to be terrified of her. In that scene, anyway. I wouldn't blame uh, them. Yeah. I'm terrified of her. Yeah, yeah. Um, giant Oprah uh, scares us all um, in our dreams. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Um, and this is when, I guess, they decide to kidnap the children uh, to go across space with Charles Wallace. Yeah. The, yeah. Criminal mastermind Charles Wallace kidnaps the yeah. other children. <laughs> I mean... He does at one stage, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He does it here, though. <laughs> Technically, they only go because he's like, woohoo, let's go on a crazy adventure with three random old ladies. And yeah, they're I like, Charles Wallace, hint- no. It's very much hinted that Charles Wallace is kind of like them. Like, he's going to one day become like the missus, I think. Yeah. I, I, I briefly saw something somewhere, like a description of his character, I think from the book that described him as like, a, 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 it basically said he has powers. Uh, that yeah. he can like he's he knows what people are feeling or something along the it's, it's something something weird like that that they described him as and I went oh sure yeah, yeah sure right fine whatever I don't yeah um anyway uh they cross the universe I think and they end up in this big massive I don't know at this stage like they end up in these strange places like a big massive grass lawn with flowers that can move and weird trees that act as hurricanes that throw things across cliffs and yeah pretty much now see this is where i thought in the beginning when chris pine is describing this thing i thought he mentions alternate dimensions that they're going to yeah but i'm pretty sure they're just on another planet yeah no they're another planet yeah because he says you can connect two galaxies together at the beginning when he's explaining the science thing yeah, but he say, he does say something about an all, about traveling like all other he, dimensions he's just and traveling so. through another dimension, through another dimension. Oh, just oh, okay, right. Yeah, okay, yeah. so you see that that uh, threw me. Mean, like, and I was making a joke and a point that you know if he discovered another dimension, like that's enough. Like like explain this to the scientists that you discovered another tri- dimension that you can travel through. Never mind the brain stuff. Ignore that. See, You've I just yeah. Mm, I think that's why so, the I think that's why the wife was so annoyed. Because yeah. he got ahead of himself. He was just supposed to go, I've discovered another dimension. And they all would have been like, oh my God, this man's a genius. And then mm. like a month later, he could have been like, also, I can use my mind to travel uh, through. Yeah, more than a month. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, wait, wait till the, his, the paper is peer reviewed at least. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, just don't give it to uh, him all at once, man. These are military look, men. It's, it, I'd say it almost feels like, you know, let's see, he's just like, him and his wife have been working on this for years, like five years, studying this. She's all about the micro sciences, and he's all about the big, massive universe. And they worked really hard discovering this new dimension, and they have evidence, and it's all scientifically based. And just that morning, he goes, "You know, I think I could probably travel through with my brain." And she goes, "Sorry, what? Say, say yeah. that again, please." I travel through my. With what my you brain. say? Like, what you say, McFlurry? Yeah, like my brain. I think I can. If I think really hard, I can travel through dimensions. Like, okay. But I don't know where you come up for this. But look, we'll just go and explain what we. No, no, I'm going to mention the brain stuff. Like, no, please, come on. You always do this. Why do you do this? I'm with brain. Last time you had superpowers to fly around when you discovered a new element. Stop it. Yeah. And what really happened was that Mister Flurry moved out, and they had a divorce, and the mother lied about everything that happened, and the kids actually had massive post-traumatic stress and imagine all of this yeah that's probably what happened sure yes mm. yeah 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 
Anyway, uh, yeah, they're in this. So they're in another world, and uh, Miss What's It, um, like apparently, you know, obviously, I, I don't think they're actually humans. Um, the Misses, they're like cosmic beings. Who the fuck knows is really the answer because yeah. like they they don't really tell us who these people are, what they're doing here, or like we get the impression that they've done this before. Yeah, that like. Reese Witherspoon's one, whichever one she is, uh, I don't know. The what's it? She what's it? She's the what? She okay? So she's the cheese flavored corn snack. She yeah. says, "Oh, this Born is my." Anyway. <laughs> she says, "This is my first mission or something," implying yeah. that the others have done this before. That like Oprah and Mindy Kaling have previously traveled to somewhere else and kidnapped kids or something. Pretty sure. I'm fairly sure that uh, Mrs. Waitress Oprah is building child armies all the time. But she keeps on saying, be yeah, a warrior. I, yeah, I think Oprah is building child army. Yes, I think you're right. What? Mm, okay. <laughs> um, I, I, I mentioned something to you. Um, like, I think everyone knows the bees gif. Mm-hmm, with, yeah. Oprah, when, like, it's the original, it's like she reveals a car and everyone in the audience gets a car, but in the, the gif, it's like, everyone gets bees, bees! And everyone in the crowd goes crazy. Um, yeah. I feel like Oprah Winfrey probably hates that gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, this is definitely a... Do you, remember, do you remember the time Beyonce tried to get that picture of her deleted off the internet? Yeah. It's that, it's, it's that I'd imagine. Yeah. I haven't seen that yeah. B gif in a while. Maybe Oprah succeeded. <laughs> I honest. mean, to be fair, she is richer than God. So. She is, yeah. She's pretty... The most powerful woman in media, they, they say. So maybe and she could do it. It's the world. Pro- yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the Oprah effect couldn't help this movie, could it? Um, no, I, I don't think. I, whew, I mean, you could guess it was some sort of uh, black hole that absorbed it with cosmic jokes. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. Reese Witherspoon uh, strips in front of a bunch of children. Yeah, strips right. Strip, strips right down to the lettuce monster. Uh, no, but you know, she, she gets a boob. Right she gets a human yeah. first, and then turns into lettuce monster. Yeah, because um, our good pal Calvin Ugh. says, "Oh, Mrs. Watson, we don't really uh, strip in front of people." Blah 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 blah, and yeah, uh, again that face from this that is the like the so anyone who hasn't watched the movie, and I don't know why you're watching the movie and listening to this review, but you know, never mind. <laughs> oh, no, 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 ignore that. Scratch that from the record. Listen, even if you haven't seen the movie, okay? Thanks. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, she turns into this giant leaf. Yeah, uh, that's essentially, yeah, she turns into I, I a, don't think at any point to go and read much she, further than she, that. Yeah, yeah. She turns into a, like, if you could take a head of lettuce and, like, unfurl it. Like yeah. unwrap the lettuce, like lay it out lengthways, yeah. like unroll the lettuce, like a fruit roll. Yeah. She's that with a head. You've never really taken apart a lettuce, have you? No, I, that, I said if you could. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, that's not, no, that's not how lettuces work, okay? Have you taken apart a lettuce? I've chopped up a lettuce, sure. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I'm a man of food. <laughs> Cuisine. You eat food. <laughs> I eat food sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> lettuce is one of them. <laughs> Uh, I'd say it's very rarely sometimes. Anyway, uh, yes, Miss Watson parks the children on top of her back as she flies across, I I guess, this world towards a black twisted thing in the sky. I guess. Yeah, I don't know where she was going, to be honest. I thought this whole scene was just kind of like, woo, we're in another world. Let's go crazy, kids. And then she, you know, like I will show you the world. Basically, that kind of show. It's that, but the <laughs> setting is the afterlife that Robin Williams goes to in What Dreams May Come. Yes, it's very much that. Yeah, it's that 100%. painting landscape yeah. they go to, yeah. and there's flowers. Watch that movie, to be honest, like it's a good movie. Yeah, I very much mm. enjoy that movie. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people hate that movie for some reason. Let's review that movie instead. It's just because it's Williams. really sad. <laughs> like, it is. Really it's sad, so yeah. sad, and it's even sadder since he passed. I think it also had like a like a not non traditional idea of the afterlife that people were just oh wait a second, this isn't Christian enough. Yeah, probably. 
like they were yeah. with this book, actually. Yes. Do you want to mention that? <laughs> yeah. So the the A Wrinkle in Time, the novel was on like the the book ban list thing for like certain schools. Now I say certain schools. You know what schools I'm talking about. You know exactly what schools I'm talking about. You know those super southern Christian schools, yeah. <laughs> those type of ones. They you banned know it. Who we mean. You know who I'm talking about. They banned this book from their schools, etc. And I think they protested it and all that kind of stupid shit that people do when they don't get a book. Um, because there's one scene towards the end where Oprah, Oprah in the movie, not Oprah in the book, could be Oprah in the book, I don't know. She is like listing... <laughs> and there stood a 25-foot-tall there, Oprah. At the end of it all, <laughs> at the end of time and space, was Oprah. As it always <laughs> must be. She, yeah, she, that character, I don't know, I can't tell, I don't know which, who's who or which, who's what or who's which. Haha. <laughs> they, she's like listing, she's like, oh Meg, you've done so great. You're now one of Earth's great heroes. Just like, and she lists a bunch of like artists and like, I, I think politicians and philosophers and all this kind of crap. And in the book, she also lists Jesus Christ amongst all these artists and philosophers and stuff. And the, the southern Christian fanatics took that as the book saying that Jesus Christ wasn't the son of God. He was just another, like, cool guy from history. Whatever, it doesn't yeah. say that, to be <laughs> no. fair. It, it doesn't. It, does, it like, seems like, you know, people who were a big, great influence and Jesus was a people, you know. But he was at least a bit of people. Yeah, yeah. He was a <laughs> amalgamations of maybe a few people. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, we're not going to go Christian bashing here. Uh, we're going uh, bashing idiots who get upset over books. You know, they just happen just, to be Christians. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, so that's a bit of a weird thing to give out about. But in, to be honest, our climate is just as weird again. Like it hasn't really changed all that much. You still have weird people giving about weird nonsense stuff. So let's move on from that. Yeah. So. They fly. Uh, apparently, the kids can float on top of the leaf because air currents or something. I yeah. think they don't get blown off into the void and die terrible yeah. deaths. Well, um, they almost do. They do almost do. Yes. Cal- now, I- fucking Calvin. Calvin, go on. Tell fucking me about Calvin. Motherfucking Calvin. He falls off yeah. the giant lettuce doll thing. Yeah. And doesn't die. And it's the doesn't worst die. moment he in the movie. Die, does he? he yeah, doesn't. Does. He gets caught. He lands. He crushes a bunch of tiny, innocent flower people to death. Yeah. Because he's flower fine. people can feel emotions, wasn't it? Or something like that? Oh, no fucking clue. Reese Witherspoon's like, she's like, yo, Meg, ask the flowers where your dad is. And she's like, I don't speak flowers, bitch. And Reese Witherspoon's like, oh, Meg, you're so stupid. <laughs> or something. I don't know. I think that's what happens. <laughs> I feel like if I was Meg in this, I would have just fucking planted one at this stage. I'd have gone uh, home on it. I would, yeah, I think if I knew how to get there, I'd have left. I'd be like, for fuck's sake. Like, listen, Charles Wallace, you're two foot three. I'm just going to pick you up and we're leaving. All right. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> this is insanity. These people keep oh, insulting please. me. <laughs> <laughs> like before you even go into that wrinkle of time he's like no I'm calling the police yeah um, we're, we're leaving okay me and my brother we're going home Calvin you can stay here because you're weird too okay <laughs> was, sorry I just realized it was four years since that dad disappeared wasn't it because Calvin never really met his Calvin dad. was like a, a newborn baby I yeah. think when yeah yeah or he was like yeah, one so or something. It's something like four years. That's always what got me as well. Because I guess because the kids didn't look different ages. So I just went, yeah, I don't know, six months, two years. Um, anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, uh, they, is that when Calvin then has to go there near that hurricane with the trees being ripped out? Or No, that's much later. Okay. What they they meet one? they meet Zach Galifianakis next, I think. They do. Um, they find him in a I don't know some sort of anthill that he lives in on the planet Orion. Yeah, he tells the kids <laughs> to tighten their tushies. Yeah, he does, and he does yoga poses, and like, yeah. his name is Happy Medium. Yeah, you know what? I don't hate Zach Zach Galifianakis. Um, I think he's you know funny enough, but. I don't think he should be in children's movie. Not because I think he has a personality is uh, bad around children. I just think he as a person, the way he looks and has been framed in other movies is always weird to have around kids. Like you wouldn't trust him around kids. His characters. 
You, you wouldn't. Oh, his characters. Oh, his characters. Yeah, okay. That's like a, a that's a distinction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Zach Galifianakis. Wouldn't trust him around my kids. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, I'm sure he'd do a great job of my imaginary children. Um, but his uh, like movie persona one. Mm, no, I probably wouldn't. No. Yeah. I mean, whoever that he's the thing that he's playing in this definitely shouldn't talk to kids. No, no way, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and at one stage, he takes Meg to the side because it's not working. They're not tapping into finding the father or something like that. And he... And he jizzes then, a little. Was it? Yeah. Mm. What did they try to find? And he goes, yes, Meg, that's yep. it. He's like, Meg, think about your dad real hard. And then there's like some weird flashing images. Penis. And you just it's just Zach Galifianakis in a voice over going, oh, uh-huh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, keep going, Meg. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Zach, what are you doing to her? What did they discover with him? Um, that their dad was trapped in the it. The it. Oh, the right. it. The, 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 the black. It, yes. the, I don't know. The right. it. The thing. Whatever they call it. The, the person. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The um, sand I monster guess. from Rise of the Guardians. <laughs> the, yeah. Whatever. Um, something. I don't know. A lot of things. Yeah, the it's, giant it's, monster it's, from the end of uh, Green Lantern. That thing. <laughs> he was he's yeah, stuck yeah, in that. The, that's yeah. the better one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trapped in that. <laughs> yeah. And. Okay. So now do they get to the weird volcano, um, not a volcano, the hurricane? Well, they end up... They, so the, yeah, they basically the three, the three witch ladies, whatever the fuck, they're like, oh, Meg, you're stupid, you're dumb, Meg, we, you're not ready for this, Meg, you're so stupid, Meg, look at you in your face, I don't like you, Meg, you're ugly. That's what they say, and then they're like, <laughs> we're, we're getting everybody out of here, come on, we're taking you back to Earth, and Meg's like, no, I can't leave without my dad. And because she's, like, thinking about her dad so hard, she accidentally tessers them into the middle of the monster from yeah. Green Lantern. I think they're already in the tesser, and then, she, like, she misdirects them. Like, she pushes yeah, them yeah, she jumps into the tesser, and then she's thinking about her dad so much that she's like, no, I gotta go see my dad, and they get sucked into the darkness, which is just a cornfield. They're just standing in a cornfield, yeah. and the three women Corn, are like, yeah. oh, we're fading, my powers don't work here, here's some really shit gifts, or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Here is my order. Was wasn't that from Oprah? Oprah like, says my oh, gift oh. is my command. Yeah, it's like stay oh, together. Yeah. That's it. Oh, Reese right, Witherspoon's too. like my gift is uh, this. You're a dumb bitch, Meg. Fuck you, and then walks <laughs> away. And it's like okay. <laughs> Mindy Kaling's like Mindy Kaling's like oh I'm weakened. I don't speak in quotes anymore for some reason. <laughs> it's like, Okay, fine. Whatever. She gets something that I don't know. He's like, yeah, here's a game. necklace or whatever that looks like a magnifying yeah. glass. Who knows? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then the cornfield, and they keep walking the cornfield until they enter the neighborhood, which is when we really. I know we joked about the leaf monster looking horrific, but this is when it enters actual horror movie esque settings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is. The, yeah, they walk into the town from a cat in the hat, we think. Yeah, uh, genuinely. Yeah, I think yeah. it is the same set. I'm not sure. And that's, it's uh, reflected. Oh, yeah. It's just a bunch of mirrored houses <laughs> copy pasted yeah. across the screen or whatever. And there's some creepy kids bouncing dodgeballs. Yeah, reason. just off the floor. And just being weird and everybody's moving at the same time. And this old lady with a bad haircut's like, yo, you want some food? And Calvin being the fucking idiot that he is like, yeah, I could eat. Let's go, creepy old lady. And <laughs> Meg's like, don't know Calvin, you idiot. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? At Did what stage <laughs> does Calvin do anything? He Never. Does. He doesn't do anything. He literally disappears for the final act of the movie. He's just gone. He's just not there. Yeah. And they never explain it. And then they arrive home and he's already there. He's already home. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, Calvin, you're here. Cool. <laughs> what up, Calvin? It's yeah. Like, what the fuck, Calvin? Did your dad never fun? teach? Oh, wait. Uh, oh, yeah. What? His uh, father is abusive and like gives out bottom about grades, but clearly a bit too harshly. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? An 84? What are you, a dumb idiot? <laughs> he also looks like an Italian mobster because I think he's wearing like a business shirt with like... He, yeah, but he, we know from Calvin's last name, he's an, an Irish gangster. Okay. <laughs> Calvin's last name is O'Keefe. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, which is weird because we know O'Keefe's. Yeah. Um, so it's always interesting seeing like um, Irish names pop up going, oh, okay. Have you ever met an O'Reilly? Um, 
I've met an O'Reilly hyphen something. Okay. Like a double barreled one where she was an O'Reilly and she just like added this last name when she got married. It's just every time I hear like the stereotypical Irish names from America, it's always names so I'm just like Sure your man in Wild Mountain Time. He was an O'Reilly. He was actually an O'Reilly, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, who God. made that movie again? <laughs> who made Wild Mountain Time? Yeah, just making a point that's Oh American. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know his name, some guy. Yeah. Uh yeah, so uh, eventually they run away and do they end up on a like they have to end up at the tree at some stage. Because the beach comes up some stage as well. They go to the beach and um uh my um Charles Wallace turns into a bad guy. He meets Michael Peña and is yeah, like, yo, whole, smoke some crack whole, kid. And the whole hurricane thing then. Hurricane no. thing is way Oh, I okay. So I think they go from the cornfield to the hurricane, and then they land after the hurricane. They land in the creepy lane because Charles yeah. Wallace like goes there ahead of them somehow. Yeah, I don't remember how that he like either. is there, and it's just Calvin and Meg, and they're like, "What do we do?" And Meg's like, "Physics powers," and they like fucking slingshot effect, and they jump in a thing, and uh, they jump oh, in a, a tree in a hurricane. hurricane. The tree over the cliff, yeah, yeah, and it works. The cliff, you know, the and then they have a moment where Calvin's like, I like your hair, they're all wet, and it's like, Oh, please don't do anything. Please I like your hair, it. dude. Oh, I've been wearing two t shirts this whole time, or what? Oh, and a green jacket, yeah, but he lost that. I don't know, man, who fucking knows anymore. The movie doesn't, yeah. So they end up at this beach. There's this one guy who's offers them sand sandwiches, or at least like Calvin doesn't realize that they're sand sandwiches. Uh, Wallace does he's the only one who does realize and goes wait these taste like sand and they're bad and calvin says oh they're great and i'm trying to think that that wasn't like some special ability to recognize it i think it's just calvin being an idiot yeah i think calvin's just a dumbass and he was (laughs) he was they had shown us already that he's really hungry and willing to take food off of anybody so yeah yeah it's just like yeah the sand sandwich tastes pretty great yeah yeah um yeah he gets um Charles Wallace gets basically kidnapped by this weird guy in a mustache uh, who starts like doing multiplication tables in front of him, and Charles Wallace is like, "Oh my god, I like this!" Yeah, yeah, it's like this. it's like the Winter Soldier activation code yeah. or something. He's like, "You're you're one of us now, Charles Wallace," and then Michael Pena turns into a marionette and falls to people. I don't know. Yeah, and they're basically like in a cage, and that is when Meg discovers glasses physics powers (laughs) from yeah miss who and she sees stairs that you can walk up and she walks into a room that's just above the room they're in and her dad's there yep there you go they have a they have a big fucking family bust up with the little the young fella and they all go home and i mean you know let's let's have a little bit of the fucking horror movie as stuff has started happening then like like the father gets rescued out of the box they go downstairs and suddenly they, they're being dragged down a dark hallway while the little kid has like lightning fire going across his face mm-hmm. in this big yep. world of tree roots that are attacking Meg. And then there's like a more cooler, attractive Meg who's looking at her saying, I'm going to replace yeah. you. I'm I've so got straight hair. Yeah. Is this a racial allegory? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, and uh, yeah, they have probably because they even did her name it. And then Meg just says, uh, "Charles Wallace, you love me." And Charles goes, "Oh yeah, shit. Okay, sorry." Oh fuck, I forgot and, about that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, and then the whole uh, it gets destroyed, and we learn mm-hmm. that this is how you defeat depression. And depression has now been destroyed all across the yep. universe. There are no more bad thoughts in existence, and morality, as a result, no longer. Is relevant. So yes, do whatever you want, um, people. Hey. Because if you don't feel bad when you murder someone, is it really bad? I don't think I'm qualified to answer that right now. But the movie says no, I think. I don't know. <laughs> the movie, Oprah told me yeah. it's okay to kill people, okay? Yes. That, that'll be in your weird um, fucking court test. Oh, no. When I, yeah, when I release my, like, my Unabomber manu- manu- manifesto <laughs> or whatever, Oprah told me to do it. <laughs> and Oprah's like, did I? Shit, I could have. I, sa- I said a lot of shit over the years on TV. I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit. I did do that entire episode of how you should be a Unabomber. Yeah. That was a weird. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, uh, they return back uh, to like their home, 
uh, Mrs. Witches and Watson, who's say goodbye just before they leave, and I don't know, like I guess Meg can now travel throughout time and space with her brain as well, um, because she opened up the gate herself, and her dad's back. Calvin's there. Uh, they wave to the most important character in the movie, Victoria. And she waves back, and so everything's okay now. <laughs> I like that you got her name wrong. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. I always get the names wrong. What's the name? Uh, Veronica. Ah, uh, same. I mean, look, to be fair, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, apparently, um, the guy that we definitely thought would be important, uh, the old black fellow who was reading the book in the neighborhood who said hello to Charles Wallace, he never showed up again, which is nope. a shame. But I can see on the Wikipedia page for the movie that his character was apparently called Elegant Man. Oh. Not like, he's not just like Conrad Roberts as an elegant man. It's capitalized. It's like Elegant Man. Like, a, like it's a title, like like Happy Medium or whatever the fuck the rest of them are called. So maybe, see, yeah. maybe he is Santa Claus, like we thought he was. Maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe it's going to be part of the sequel, which is definitely still happening, right? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, 100% yeah, yeah. that's happening, yeah. Probably is a Disney Plus TV show. Who knows? I am the I I am on the IMDb page, and like there is the more movies like this section, and it has like the Nutcracker and the Four Realms, Artemis Fowl, the House of a Clock in Its Walls, and the A Wrinkle in Time, two thousand I think fourteen version or whatever. And really, um, one thing I've learned about these movies is that the posters are absolutely terrifyingly awful. There's just mm. a lot of like just lots of color, swirly things. And yeah, look, I mean, this is what's the movie. I guess we can go to for our next section, our Jesus moment. I really didn't like the uh, hurricane slingshot idea. Physics powers. She says like physics powers, but like mean, I think she just looks at some of the trees that have been thrown over the cliff and goes, Ah. Yeah, they try to do they try to do like a oh my god, Meg is so smart. Look at her. She's just done some sort of calculation in her brain and on trajectory and all this velocity yeah. and blah 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 and blah blah. But it's really like Meg like looks at a giant hurricane, has a bit of a migraine for a second and then goes, "Let's jump in this tree." <laughs> and Calvin's like, "Wow. Okay." <laughs> I didn't know if they were halfway flying across and we went, wait, no, we're a bit heavier, so this might actually fall. Oh, no! It just smash into the cliff face and <laughs> yeah. die instantly. Yeah. Charles Wallace takes over the world <laughs> with the yeah. end. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was my Jason uh, moment. Uh, what was yours? Oh, man, it's so hard to pick Maybe. one. There's so... Every scene was like, what is happening? What is this? My eyes... It's like, I swear, I think if I, like, you could probably easily convince me that I had dropped acid the other night. And, uh, like, we didn't watch or ink this movie. This doesn't exist. I just did a lot of drugs and my brain created this nonsense. Just looking at just, Paul. Just, <laughs> I was just staring out, out my window going, Oprah's 100 feet tall, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to even start, to be honest. I think it's, it's the general horrorness of it, though, to be honest. I was gobsmacked to find immediately after I finished watching this. I thought, you know, there's you'd see like, um, like they did one for like Harry Potter. They did like Harry Potter as a rom com, or they did yeah. like Ten Things I Hate About You as a horror movie. And the, you know, yeah. I can't think of it. There's yeah, a channel yeah, yeah. that does them that makes like mixes up trailers. I thought instantly, I was like, there's so many very clear, obvious horror elements throughout this movie. Surely somebody has done A Wrinkle in Time as a horror movie, and I couldn't find it. And it was stuck in my brain to the point where I had to make it myself. Yes. I couldn't get rid of it. Yeah, I was just, lo- I was sat there. I came home from work last night and I just went, I can't stop thinking about this. I need to see, because my brain kept going, this is perfect. This is going to, like, this is a horror movie. This was supposed to be a horror movie. So I, I, I sat down for like two hours last night and I cut together a trailer for A Wrinkle in Time as a horror movie. Um which maybe I will let you guys see someday. It's not quite finished yet. It's a bit of a mess. But it works so well. It does. We'll have it out before the next uh, review anyway. Yeah, I'll do my best. I'll get it finished. It's mostly done, but it's, oh man, it's crazy. So yeah, I think it's that, because it's so obviously this was meant to be scary. Like, Like, it's there's so much weird shit. Like, the end of it is very 
like like psycho weird like we're trapped inside a worm it's all this weird shit and then there's like horrible imagery and creepy looking things and everything looks wrong and it's just like what is happening my brain yeah absolutely is um actually one thing i I want to say is also like the the movie poster you've probably seen it uh it's like it's like this weird funnel effect with like all the missus and the kids like in their own slide of the funnel going into a certain oh yeah 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 Yeah. and they just have uh the dad just there in the center like he's very much a focal point of the entire thing and i mean i understand the mission is to go and see the dad but he is such a nothing character in this movie as well like we're very much just showing like oh his dad is missing and he's seen okay that's yeah it. yeah he was just <laughs> kind of like huddling in a orange corridor or something yeah <laughs> i don't know what he's yeah. been up to like i don't know what he's been up to i don't know how he ended up where he was like i don't know how he thought if i think about it hard enough i can travel to another planet and meet michael Pena, like it's just all you have to be just be comfortable in who you are, and then think of where you want to go on. Yeah, but how did how did the dad end up in the it then? I think it captured him. But I, to be honest, I think it's more. I think this is all like a parable of a metaphor for a guy who was really trying to accomplish something, and the you know the scientific world turned their back on him, and he got depressed, and he's he's stuck in depression. And his kids can't reach him because he's just trying to work and he's depressed. Like, this seems yeah. far more metaphor yeah, than anything else. Yeah, that's probably what it was supposed to be. Yeah. But um, they've, 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 way, they've gone way too far. They've gone way too far. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so look, we'll go on to our last bit. Yes, Mr. Frodo. It's over now. Right. Um, okay, look, this movie is shot. It's a really, really bad movie in every way I can imagine. The child stars weren't brilliant in this. Uh, the adult stars were slapstick at best and creepy at worst. Um, there didn't seem to be any sort of logical main flow to it. It just seemed to be Almost like, hey, we can show you all sorts of weird shit. And that's about it. We, as a society, have gone too far. (laughs) We can end now. Civilization has run its course. Movies, as a medium of art, are over. This is it. We've taken it as far as it can go to the extent where it's gone way too far. We, as filmmakers and watchers, have ceased to wear our prosperity with moderation. Yes, that's a Plato quote, okay? I've taken it there. This movie fucked everything. It's the worst thing we have ever watched on this podcast. It's it's not good in any sense of anything. There's not a single good thing about it. Even from a... Do, this is so bad. I think Ava DuVernay is a bad filmmaker after seeing this. And she is really she's not maker. like but she's, this movie has really this movie is so bad it has me convinced i sat here the other night i was thinking but is she a good filmmaker like this like is she though like she's made good stuff but none of them were her stories like those things were good they were good because they were emotional because it was like real life like real stories with real people and stuff but like that's that's how bad this movie is i had those thoughts legitimately this is terrible it's it's war we I we owe an apology to a particular movie, I think. Oh, yes, we do. Well no, this movie owes an apology to the whole world. But <laughs> we we uh, us as a podcast owe an apology to a little a little friendly guy named Norm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're sorry. Hey, you know what you can say about <laughs> Norm and Norm? At least there was like a like an, there was a storyline that could be deciphered. Yeah. That things happen in it for reasons. It was bad, but it followed some sort of logic sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <there> were... Yeah. 
I would watch uh, a million times more gnome snogging that fella's girlfriend than I would watch giant Oprah Winfrey looking down at me like without any love. Without any love. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's what I think this movie is very loveless. I think there's just not a lot of No, care. there's no there's no everything it's so like hyper stylized and just sterile it's just like ugh. here's a bunch of things that like sort of look weird so your brain might go whoa this is so inventive but it's not inventive it's terrible it's just bad yeah. it's just a bad bad movie how long did filming take place i wonder because honestly i wouldn't be surprised if they said like three weeks i feel like yeah i feel like everything was shot <laughs> against a green screen because yeah, 98% of this is CG. Yeah, it's like the moment they enter, like, the, the wrinkle, I guess it's called. The um, that's, that's That's them doing it. But I don't yeah, think that's the verb, that. isn't it? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, so, like, right after that, like, just by everything, bar maybe stuff, stuff like the... Uh, even the neighborhood is mostly CG. Um... I guess the hallway they get dragged down is not CG. I think the room that they're in at first with the weird guy with the mustache, I don't think that's CG. I think that's actually a real set, personally. Really, we have no way of knowing. We have no way of knowing. <laughs> and I think where her dad was and where she was, I think those are real. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. No, they are. I think it's... I think the house to, was... I think the school they, was CG at the start. They just went to the local like yeah. music video... Um, hey, see yeah, I think the- they shot the end of it in the same place Drake shot that um, music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a very typical music video um, place. Yeah, like, I think Veronica was CG. Her as a character, I think maybe yeah. mm. Victoria too. Yeah, or she was definitely CG. You see the face of her? She was fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. This, it's a really, it's just. Like, there's a few things you could take the piss out of that make it kind of worth watching those parts. But if I watched this in cinema, I probably would have left the cinema very tired and fed up. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it. the only thing I can maybe say about it is that it's so bad that I kind of wanted to see where it was going. We both said that. I yeah. was kind of, it was one of those where I was just like, this is, I was actually just so intrigued and shocked that it could have been, that it was possibly this bad. I was like, this is, none of this makes sense. There's fucking plot holes all over the place. None of the characters really have any personality or are doing anything of worth. They're all mean and like, they're just mean. They're all mean people. They're mean women. Like nobody's nice in this. Yeah. None of the kids have anything of worth about them. They're all just there. Calvin especially. And, <laughs> <But> <laughs> you know, and, you know uh, and the mother just given out uh, to um, Charles Wallace being inside, being outside with the dog. Do you remember that scene where she gives out, what are you doing with the dog outside? Oh yeah, he arrives oh. home after like assumedly been missing on another planet across the universe for several years. Hasn't aged and the mother goes... Why are you outside? And he's in the kitchen. He's sitting in the kitchen. And then Chris Pine's cock rolls in and 10 minutes later he comes in the door. <laughs> Dear God. Woo! <laughs> really not looking forward to photoshopping this cover. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Look, this, it's... I mean, we'll just repeat on this. It's a bad movie. It's not worth watching. Don't watch it. Genuinely, don't watch it. Watch something else. Don't waste your time. Yeah, watch a gnome named Norm. <laughs> Genuinely, he, he probably a better time. Probably you is, know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure, look, we'll, and, mo- we'll, be, we'll move on. Yeah, we'll move on. Owen, what are we doing next week? Next week! Splitting Hairs is back next week. We're doing another Splitting Hairs. This one is our first dive for splitting hairs into a an original versus a reboot i suppose um but it's not any movie that anyone has ever requested it's something i picked personally (laughs) okay 
We're doing She's All That versus the releasing this week Netflix remake He's All That starring TikTok star Addison Rae. <laughs> I hate that you just said those two words. You know, uh, you know what I, that's a sentence that like five, six years ago wouldn't have made any sort of sense. <laughs> TikTok? What? what? <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening. It's coming. It's going to be a tight one um, to, to watch them and record and everything before next Tuesday, but we'll do our very bestest because he's all that doesn't come out till Friday, I think. So, but yeah, we're going to give it a go. That's yeah, what's coming up next. I apologize in advance. No, I don't. Who am I kidding? Suck it. Don't lie. Yeah, um, I love it. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, that's it from us um, this week. Folks, don't forget to like, uh, comment, and subscribe. Share as well. That's always a good one. Please like on our posts on social media themselves. Um, our dear friends, who are very dear to us and we love you and all that, uh, please like on the social media post because it helps us with the algorithm because Facebook is an ours. And that's it from me. Is it from you or do you want to talk for the next two hours about something else? I watched this movie called A Wrinkle in Time, right? <laughs> I think my I brain I think my brain might have just had a stroke. I don't really know. It's not I, it's just do you ever just like take too many <laughs> Sure, look.